Good day, good day, everybody. Markets closed. All right, all right. Another red bloody day. Um, yeah, pretty bloody out there. Only uh, there is a way that you could possibly protect yourself, and that is the DRS. That is why we're here, all discussing, educating, um, and discussing amongst ourselves. Again, you do what you want. We're just here to provide the uh, the information. And you can take away and do whatever the hell you want. But uh, for me personally, DRS seems to be a good way to just keep my uh, shares in my name. We're just going to wait till everybody trickles in. Um, uh, just, uh, yeah, I got everybody that got chives six days, one week, and Bibic, the uh, beautiful, beautiful DRS team. Um, and myself, I'm just a, I'm just a shill that buys and holds all kinds of stocks. Um, uh, yeah, if you wanted to introduce, uh, yourselves, I guess, I mean, we've, we've done these things before. I don't really, don't, don't know if we need to introduce, um, but we're, uh, predominantly, as the title says, we are going to be discussing the, the heat lamp, uh, theory with six days in one week. Um, so yeah, whoever wants to, to, to come on in, uh, chat, uh, here we go. Well, we'll do, um, questions at the end. Once the discussion's over, um, Chives, did you have uh, something to say, friend? You're on mute, sir. Or Bivik. All right, I'm going to do my famous crickets. Uh, chives, um, six days, anyone? Right. There we go. Hey, Bibi. I can, I can jump in, why hey. not? Um, hey, how's it going? Living the dream, man. Another poopy day in the markets, but you know what? It's a chance to just, you know, buy the dip. I love, I love a discount. Absolutely. Can't keep myself from a discount. <laughs> um, yeah, I think just uh, on the update sides of things, we've got some stuff going on with the broker guide translations. I've kind of finished up on them for now. Uh, so we've got kind of translations in 10 different languages for, for these broker guides for their relevant brokers. We've got English, Danish, Polish. Uh, oh, my God. I'm blanking on this flag. I'm just looking at the flags on the website. We've got Portuguese, we've got French, we've got Spanish, we've got German, we've got Italian. Uh, it's, it's yeah, any, anything that could cover a large majority of the world by now. Uh, I think uh, the, the latest two editions were the Portuguese and Polish. Um, I've had some good good responses from, from some native speakers saying it's it's good enough. But, uh, I mean, if anyone wants to, um, read up on some of those guides and, um, give us some proofreading, by all means reach out. We, we do rely on updates from the community because we've got 144 brokers on the website and the database. And, uh, it's a lot to keep track of. So, uh, <laughs> if, uh, yeah, if anyone catches an update or does a little proofreading, please reach out. Um, but yeah, now we're moving on to the, the database. Uh, 
and uh, yeah, it's gonna. It's, we're I think we're going to be trying out some database um, parties, maybe on the weekends where some of us get together on Discord and um, contribute information to the database. Uh, I've just been doing a bit today uh, on the broker side of things, and we'll be continuing to do so. So I'll be around not this weekend, but in future weekends. Um, so yeah, if anyone wants to come come down to a data entry party, you know where to find me. That sounds super exciting. Uh, wondering if oh, Chad's kind of just yeah, you know what? I'm uh, uh, this is six days. I'm um, talking to him um, on Discord. He's he's having some um, problems, I guess, uh, with his computer and with his mic and all that. So uh, yeah, um, that's no fun. Maybe yeah. he pops on a f- unfortunately. On a phone. He was going to be like the you know the main guy to kind of help me uh, talk me through um, a lot of this stuff. But um, I, I don't know. Um, are you able to uh, kick him off and then he can rejoin? Is that something that you're able to do? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no. If you kick somebody, it will. Um, they won't, I don't think they'll be able to get back in for a while. So I don't want to do that. Uh, okay. maybe, maybe, looks like maybe, maybe he just left. Yeah, maybe, maybe let him try, maybe come back on a phone. I, I find, I find PC is pretty hard to navigate, but. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, you know, um, I, I guess we'll, we'll keep an eye out for him, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, happy to kind of jump right into things. And, uh, you know, I, I really, um, this call was going to be mostly about auto buys. And then, of course, you know, a lot of people um, have questions about the heat lamp theory. Um, most people know um, I also saw the stockholder list. So, um, you know, I do have, um, you know, other things that are people are interested in. And I, you know, I'm since I'm here, you know, I figured I could open up the questions, you know, at the end to, um, you know, to uh, whatever you guys want to talk about. So, um, I, you know, I know, um, you know, recurring buys, um you know, back when those were happening, uh, you know, they just started to get some excitement. I think it was around September of last year. And, um, you know, I, I just it, people were saying, oh, you know, I'm doing my auto buys and, oh, you know, they're doing screenshots of the shares hitting their account and everything was exciting. And and people are saying, you know, I heard they hit the lit market, um, you know, so, uh, you know. One thing about everything that we work on, um, at least everything that I work on, is uh, everything is so hidden from us. Um, you know, it's it's like we have uh, no advantages as household investors, not even advantages, but the, the playing field is so not level that um, it can be frustrating. And so, um, you know, sometimes if if you uh, if you stop watching the graph and um, control what you can control and just, you know, kind of look for um, other things. Um, I, I wouldn't call them cracks in the system, but maybe, um, you know, uh, uh, things that will reveal the bigger picture, kind of like uh, whoever figured out the computer share account numbers, um, uh, you know, kind of revealed how many um, account holders we had, you know, and it ended up being very close. And I don't know if a lot of you are around for 
um, the mod 11 talk and, um, you know, what it turned out to be is if there were a million um, account numbers, it turned out there were only a hundred thousand holders. And there's, there's a whole reason, uh, you know, the, the last digit is basically like a verified digit. So whoever figured that out, uh, we, you know, we didn't know, we didn't know how many people had DRS. And so once someone kind of figured that out, um, you know, then it was something to get excited about. And so, um, you know, in a, a market where everything is, um, it, you know, seems to be blind um, for us, you know, anytime we get, um, you know, information that gives us of um, the bigger picture and um, it makes us feel like, you know, we're not competing against a graph and checking for, you know, wedge Doritos and all this other, you know, crazy stuff. So anyways, that's the type of things that I, I really enjoy working on. And that's what kind of led me into the recurring buys and just, you know, instead of, uh, the DR, DRS counts that we get, which are, you know, every um, three months, you know, these were happening every two weeks. And actually, they actually happen every day, you know, because if you put in a buy on Monday, you know, whether it's the 1st or 15th, um, you know, your buy is going to go through on Thursday. And I'll get into that in a second. Um, and so you can actually see uh, retail, um, you know, our household investors um, who are buying through computer share. Assuming it does hit the lit market, which they say you can see these candles and that's kind of exciting, you know. Um, and so I really, you know, got into tracking that. And um, I think, um, you know, maybe um, Mojo, could you tell me if the, um, you know, if people are able to see what's on the nest? Um, I, I had like six graphics that I kind of wanted to go through and really explain uh, my dive into recurring buys and just I, I wanted to make sure that people were able to see those if if they could yeah uh, send those send those to yeah. me um, I've got the pictures on me do um, I'll, I'll get the, okay I'll get the first I don't one know up if, now. you know the first one that I wanted to look at was the one with the calendar so um, uh, you know I don't know if you can pull that up but um, you know it in the beginning it um, uh, really um, you know, it, it was one of these buys happening and, and it just seemed, I don't know if there were a lot of holidays going on, but it just seemed like a bigger problem that I couldn't, it was taking me longer to figure out. But uh, anyways, um, it turns out that the, the, um, the first and the 15th is when they take your money out um, for, for recurring buys. Um, one thing is uh, the first is always bigger than the 15th because um Everybody that buys on the 15th also buys on the 1st, but not everybody that buys on the 1st buys on the 15th because you either set it up for monthly or you set it up for um, bi-monthly. And so um, if you just do monthly, it's only the 1st every month, the 1st, 1st, 1st. And if you do bi-monthly, it's 1st and 15th. So um, anyways, that that was, um, you know, one of the first things. Um, and so those, um, depending on when those occur, it's basically a T plus three. So um, if that comes out, if the first is a Monday, then the buy happens on Thursday. And so I think this week, the 15th is a, uh, what was it, um, a Tuesday. And so, you know, the recurring buy will happen on Friday. So this Friday, you know, right around, uh, should be right around 1045, 10 you know, could even be 1050, somewhere right on, around there. You know, it should be anybody that has a recurring buy on computer share. Their buy should go through. You should see it um, 
And so, um, you know, a lot of people are always asking me, hey, you know, they're always texting me um, or not texting me, just DMing me, whatever, you know, when these buys are happening. And they uh, really, you know, what I want to teach you guys, hopefully, is, you know, that you guys could figure out when they are on your own and then you could teach other people. And so, you know, I, I don't mind. I certainly don't mind you guys reaching out to me, um, but it. You know, this is really good information that, um, you know, hopefully you guys could learn. So I did put up the calendar for the rest of the year. So it has every single recurring buy when they happen. Um, again, it's a, a T plus three. If there's a holiday, um, you know, it adds a day. So if Monday is a holiday and the first is on a Monday, you know, instead of the, the buy happening on Thursday, it'll happen on Friday. So, um uh, you know, so, um, th that's basically it. Um, you know, when I, I noticed these buys happening, um, they weren't as prevalent as they are now, you know, I would see the stock maybe go up 1%, 2% and then back down. And sometimes they were happening, you know, in the beginnings, it, it seemed like they were, they were harder to track, but I, you know, I swear more buys were happening. Um, and so uh, my my hunch, I'll get this into this um, in, in one of the later photos is, you know, since the heat lamp came out, did everybody stop their recurring buys? And uh, I'll have that answer for you in a second. But um, another thing that I did want to cover on this um, calendar is, um, you know, and one thing that's not true, you can't um, you can't stop these recurring buys whenever you want. You know, it, it's actually... If they take your money out on the first, you know, and the the um, uh, the purchase goes through on the sixth, and the share settles on the tenth, you actually can't you can't terminate you know the plan if if that's what you want to do between the first and the tenth. There's actually a very little window um, to to do that. So you know when when uh, I, I think that that. Um, FAQ page needs to be corrected, you know, as far as you can terminate the plan at any time, because actually you can't, you know, it turns out you can't. If, if you, if your money hasn't settled, if your shares haven't, you know, settled into your account, you can't terminate the plan. So I wanted to mention that, but um, feel free to keep this, uh, you know, this calendar, um, you know, reach out to me if you have any questions about it. Um, occasionally I did want to mention um, these buys, it's it they they can be off by a day you know here and there so if you're thinking about yoloing into um, options which I don't recommend um, by the way um, you know don't don't come um, looking for me you know if uh, if if the buy happens a different day because um, it, it's not set in stone it's just it, it just uh, it's very very likely um, okay so um, and now that I went through that. Um, um, you know, the next um, little um, item in the nest um, I wanted to go through is uh, the bank statement. So, um, you know, um, I, someone had pointed out, you know, a little breadcrumb to me that, um, that uh, you know, you, you can't figure out how, the, how many of these transactions are happening on computershare.com. But if you log into your bank account, they give you a transaction number. And so uh, if if you happen to pull that up or, or see it, um, it's, it says bank statement at the top. So it'll have the date 
um, that it pulled your money out. Um, actually, all these transactions on there are mine. Um, you know, honestly, I love sharing information with people. Um, but uh, I used, to, you know, I also really like to um, make sure I like to see things with my own eyes, you know, not that I don't trust other people, but, you know, I know when something, um, when I get to see it myself, I know it's true. So, um, anyways, there's these posted transactions, you know, says GameStop Corp. Um, that does not mean that you're buying from GameStop. Um, so I want to clarify that I do have, um, uh, one other, um, Actually, I stopped my recurring buys from GameStop, and I'll get into that in a little bit. But I, I still do buy from them, mainly to get these transaction numbers. Um, and then also to get into this other report that you can get from ComputerShare that I'm going to talk about in a second. So um, so next to it, there is, uh, says uh, 0D1 or 0D2. Um, the 0D2 is a one-time purchase. 0D1 is a recurring purchase. So if, uh, you know, so you can see which one's which. Um, uh, and then after that, they have the transaction number. And I've got all mine on here. I've got some X's because, you know, for doxing or whatever, you know, um, uh, safety. Uh, you know, so it'll say, um, you know, 0101XXX. You know, that means 100,000 in one transaction numbers have taken place you know, since, uh, you know, since, um, I would say the last 18 months, I've got a, I've got a deeper graph, but, um, uh, you know, it, it basically shows the escalation of numbers. And although it's not completely set in stone, um, that each transaction number means one individual purchase, the numbers are, you know, escalating and they are escalating, you know, you can kind of see if they're escalating faster or slower, and, and I'll get into that in a second. But and then after that, it tells the year, date, and month. So, you know, this is another one of those things that kind of, um, you know, if you're just kind of looking and you go, what are all these? You know, this is and uh, you know, when you look for yourself, you know, then you, you things like find about it, you know, theorize about it, and all that other stuff. So, um, so I've I've got that. Um, let me see. Uh, so I want to go through those two. Uh, let me see. Okay, so let's let's get into this this graph. Um, you know, are are the uh, are there less or more? And so um, it turns out, you know, even after heat lamp uh, between um, I, I, this graph I've got has October of last year. The, the most recent date I have is um, July 3rd. So I don't have one in August yet, but it's been very consistent at about a thousand transactions a month. Or I'm sorry, a thousand transactions a week. So, uh, you know, I don't know if you can see that graph. Um, I'm going to, you know, post all this stuff to uh, Lemmy also. So if, if you're having trouble seeing what's in the nest, it looks like, okay, if you look at if your phone, if you're on your phone, um, you know, above all these user accounts, you can see the graph that just pulled up. So you can see um, GameStop. I, honestly, um, this completely surprised me. I haven't even looked at it um, since... March, um, you know, I, I'd stopped my own um, recurring buys and just been doing one-time buys. 
Um, but this kind of um, really surprised me. And so, um, you know, there it is right there. Uh, the recurring buys have not slowed down. They're now a week. Um, at least the, the numbers are going up a thousand a week. Um, and so uh, a lot of you, and I'll get into this in a bit, um, know I buy um, a lot of other stocks. And I'm friendly with um, pretty much all the communities that, you know, I mean, just people in general um, are are nice and they're nice to deal with. And, you know, it, it, when when people aren't provoked, you know, when you're not provoking the AMC guys, uh, you know, um, I, I they're they're good people, just like you're all good people. So um, anyways, um, I do have um, it's very little. I, I only have um, a ten dollar recurring buy a month um, for AMC. And it's uh, part of it is specifically to get these transaction numbers. Um, there's there's more reasons to that um, uh, as well. But um, so AMC during the same time uh, looks like I don't have back to October, but um, you can look uh, starts in November. Um, they were averaging 200 transactions a week. So as you guys know, they're they're um, uh, they're main sub um, really does not like for people to talk about DRS and uh, kind of like, you know, other subs really don't like you to talk about plan. Um, theirs really doesn't like to talk to you about DRS. Um, and uh, unfortunately I, I was, uh, I won't get into it, but I, I am banned from, from one of their um, communities uh, for talking about DRS. Um, but um, you know, one quick mention with graphs, most of you probably know graphs can be highly manipulated. Um, I made this line straight up and down if I wanted to. I can make it look as thin as I wanted to. Just by the numbers on the left. So although it looks like, you know, GameStop and AMC um, were kind of increasing at the same rate. It's because the numbers on GameStop um, were... Uh, are much larger. You know, the, the, uh, the numbers on the left go up by 10,000 on GameStop and on uh, AMC, they only go up 1000. So although the, um, the reason I did that is just so you could kind of see the difference in, in uh, the growth of AMC. And and this isn't meant to compare uh, GameStop to AMC because um, even at the height of AMC, AMC recurring buys, they were, um, GameStop was five times faster. You know, it was a thousand transactions a week compared to uh, 200 transactions a week. Um, but it looks like right around uh, uh, March of this year, um, I'm not sure exactly what happened, um, but uh, they've only been increasing 70 transactions a week. So, um, you know, you can see that a little change in their graph Um, um which, which I, I kind of expected to see that with, with GameStop and, and I didn't, you know, um, you know, uh, I, I, I've been, um, you guys are free to share, um, any of my content, you know, you want to grab that thing and, and share it, you're welcome to do that. So, uh, so that's kind of, you know, one of the things I really wanted to get into is just that it, it appears the recurring buys have not, uh, decreased. So, Okay, moving on to um, some other pictures from the nest. Um, and, uh, can I can I interject for um, a second? So so th- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I mean that that's that's kind of a good thing because there there was that that there was a, a time where it, it 
it didn't feel it felt it basically it felt like it had slowed down um mostly because of i guess maybe suppression or um or you know the the whole the whole grapevine thing so the, the fact that you that that it hasn't slowed down that i mean that's that's pretty good um for 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 the situation but but also you know what you're saying is that um you know the whole reoccurring buys um i guess it i guess it kind of means that that you know the whole book and plan thing um it's also not a good thing if you know what i mean like is it is it that double edged sword yeah um yeah absolutely um you know if if somebody wants to be um pure drs uh they would need to um you know obviously terminate the plan but it it, it seems uh unlikely to me that um the people that are doing recurring buys you know you'd have to set up your recurring buy you know uh terminate the plan then set up your recurring buy it you know it almost seems easier buy to from just a um, do, uh, you one-time buys. Yeah. Buying a broker. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, again, it, it is, uh, yeah, it's a double-edged sword, you know, um, and it did completely surprise me. Um, and I just, you know, rather than spin it or, or do anything like that, I, I really like to just get people information and we're like, what the heck, like why, you know, and, uh, you know, what's going on here. And so, um, uh, but yes, um, you know, if, if, uh, I was surprised and it is, it is good. It means people are still buying, you know, but it also means, you know, they're not, um, you know, their, their shares are, you know, potentially, uh, at DTC, you know, which, which we'll get into a little bit. Um, so, um, you know, in, in Mojo, you know, I, I mean, I can kind of ramble on, um, you know, it, feel free to interject me at any time. I, you know, I, I know Chives was having, um, some issues with his, uh, Mike and all that. So if I'm rambling on, feel free to cut me off. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm all set now, but we'll let you know. Uh, okay. Want to let you, you know, head through your six images, I think, and then maybe we can dive back into a couple of them and try and, uh, and, and focus in on a couple of maybe more confusing or unintuitive parts. Yeah. Okay, great. Just I'm glad that's working for you now. Before we move on to the next thing, um, I just want to, one thing that um, we did with the, or the, bank statements um i had a look at my wise bank statement because uh, i use wise to do my direct purchases through computer share um and the uh codes uh the you know the alphanumeric code that they give me is different to what you get in the us so we realized that the these tracking numbers only really apply to the us um whether that's the quantity of buys as well or just that US bank accounts get these special numbers that actually help us track what's going on. We're not sure, but uh, it could mean that actually the the uh, direct purchases are even more than what we're able to track, which is quite bullish, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, thank you for bringing that up. It, you know, it almost feels like an eternity ago when we were talking about this, um, and and uh, I remember you pointing that out um uh, about internationally you know international buys are not affecting these numbers which as as Bibic was saying um you know they're they're actually higher than what's shown and 
and uh, um, you know, and, and and it could be a significant amount. I I don't, um, you know, I I haven't tracked those. So, um, thanks for bringing that up. Um, I you know, I, um, going forward a little bit, um, I did. Um, I, I forgot who it was. It was someone on Reddit had pointed me. Out. out to um, what's called a 606 report and uh, a 606 report um, there's two types um, so brokers um, have to um, every quarter they have to they take all their um, their data from all their trades that they're doing for all the over-the-counter stocks, uh, for all their clients, and then they have to give a breakdown of, you know, which market makers they're using and and things like that. So uh, I I believe the SEC rule, um, that's called a 606A. And so... Um, you know, I, if, uh, what, so bump into this blur. On, on the bottom of uh, my purchase. It's advice you know, that says, hey, why has no one ever written them? And why is it... no one ever posted this stuff? So, anyways, I I um I wrote them um like uh, a week ago because I just found out about. I think we're having some some technical difficulties here with six days. I'm not sure if uh, how strong the Wi-Fi is, but uh, I don't know if anyone can hear me either. I can hear you okay, Bibik. And yeah, six days was cutting in and out, but now is cut completely out for me. Uh, hopefully, he can hear us. I'll send him a message to I get that figured out. I'm gonna. So just when it was getting juicy. <laughs> Hopefully, um, yeah, we can circle back to this a lot of this stuff with the Q and A's. Um, but what Six Days is essentially getting into at the moment is the six oh six reports, where transactions are broken down bit by bit, 
down to the nitty gritty, he tried to get some, well, he managed to get some from a broker, although it took an SEC complaint for them to actually produce the uh, results. But, uh, and he's tried to do the same with computer share uh, slash Merrill or whoever executes the trades um, just to ensure that the trades are happening. Um, That's right. Above board. Just to, get, <laughs> to back up a bit more information about these 606 reports, they essentially contain uh, transaction information in bulk for uh, like at the market group purchases that brokers make. And if you as an investor, you're, you have the right to request this uh, gathered information for the purchases in which you can, you were part of. So you can't know about every purchase the broker makes, but any of the bulk purchases that include one of your orders, you can request information about those. And brokers don't necessarily want to give that out. It's not something an investor would have to uh, pay for. It's a right we have, but uh, they can drag their feet about it. It's not like an ACAT transfer uh, where they have to do it in three days. You know, they, it, they just may or may not eventually respond although they're supposed to. And that's why uh, Six Days had to file the SEC complaint to get the information. Yeah, it's it's surprising sometimes or kind of unsurprising how unwilling some brokers are to uh, help you out in getting data or any kind of semblance of accountability. Um, I'm sure a lot of people in the in the audience have experienced this when trying to direct direct register their shares. Um, I know a lot of us out outside of the US have dealt with uh, support agents who are like, no, never heard of that. That's not a thing. It's not possible. Uh, computer share has to initiate the transfer, all this kind of stuff. Um, when it's totally possible, you just need to speak to someone else on the team. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things. I think they, they kind of try and give you enough to kind of uh, or, or kind of drag it out until you give up, pretty much. They, they <laughs> give you the little uh, carrot, or not even a carrot, and they just kind of drag. Oh, what's the word? Play you out, play you along. Oh my god, I'm really blanking. It's late here, guys. It's very <laughs> hot as well. <laughs> Point being, they they like to to beat around the bush or something, and and not give us this information, uh, which again, you know, is your right to have as investors. So to kind of wrap this back into the first bit of the call about the um, auto buys and the transaction numbers, you know, uh, some of you may remember or realize that the direct stock purchases through the auto buy, those would qualify as bulk market market purchases under which we should be able to get information using these disclosure reports. Uh, If you look at photo number four that already is in the nest, you'll see where uh, six days had once attempted early this year to get the information from computer share and they said they wouldn't provide it. Now, uh, as the months go by, it comes up that the reason they're not providing it is because they're, of course, a transfer agent, uh, not the broker that's handling these bulk transactions. If you look at photo number five, you'll see that's, um, a missive involving computer share trust co NA. Now that's a computer share subsidiary which uh, it does operate as a broker and ma- monitors their sales facility. And that's where the, um, that's where we expect at least the 606 report 
uh, we can get some information there. So I think right before or as six days was cutting out, he was explaining that we have, um, you know, he has sent out the request information to, uh, you know, computer share trust co with the expectation that we'll have a lot more, uh, transparency since he, as he mentioned, is involved in the auto buys, uh, is part of every bulk, you know, auto buy purchase bi-monthly. So that's quite a lot of uh, information that hopefully we'll be able to gain access to. And then of course, share with the community. Let's see. I see six days rejoined. Um, let me see if I can get him back up to a speaker role here. Maybe the internet will be a bit better and he can, uh, chime in if I covered anything incorrectly there. And uh, I'm just in the process of putting in our last picture, uh, which is a template uh, letter that Six Days put together uh, to kind of make this request if anyone else wants to do uh, do the same for themselves. Um, like this is kind of what it's all about, really, is kind of getting the facts together, spreading them out to everyone, seeing what they information they can gather. It's incredible how that momentum picks up and carries itself through, like the whole thing with uh, being able to track direct purchases is huge, but uh, unfortunately it's not been discussed very much. So I don't think many people even know that it's possible. Um, like we've all been trying to track all like how many shares have been purchased through computer share by using, um, you know, the DRS bot on Reddit uh, and the scraper bot that John pro was using before the API changes on Reddit. Um and yeah, now we've got a very credible source, a credible way, much like the Model 11 uh, account numbers, uh, something that we can actually track and uh, see, uh, yeah, what the um, trajectory of this kind of stuff is. Which, as we can see from the from the comparison chart, anyway, GameStop's very consistent. And again, this is just direct buys. So we're we're not even touching on. Uh, broker purchases with then following up with a direct registration transfer. Uh, so this is, you know, just one part of the uh, investing community, um, but it's staying strong. Not to mention, I'm, I'm sure much like everyone else, like, like myself, uh, everyone's holding strong too. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I know a lot of folks, um, you know, I see it even in my own circles, how some people feel disheartened about, uh, you know, the, the ticker number, but certainly for me, I, I find it a lot more gratifying and useful to be looking at all these other ways and all this other data that we can gather and try to spread amongst the community to advance our knowledge and, uh, and confidence, not only about, you know, this one stock, but about, you know, direct registration and ownership advocacy for the a whole world of investors who, you know, who are downtrodden, who have the thumb on them and who, you know, who don't even know it in a lot of cases. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm um, back. Can you guys hear me? Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I hope um, you've reset the router. <laughs> uh, what's that? I hope you've reset the router. 
Okay, nice. Um, how uh, were you guys able to hear me um, the last few minutes, or how did how were things going? It was it was cutting in and out quite badly towards the end there. Okay, um, I'm trying uh, to remember where it cut off. I, it was um, just before we got into the six oh six reports properly. Um, Charles and I tried to kind of give a good rough overview, but obviously, yeah, we weren't it involved directly with the research like you were. So, okay. Uh, did yeah. um, I, I can uh, you know try to go through that real quick? Um, you know, the six oh six reports. Um, there's two different kinds. There's an A and a B. Um, so the A is what um, brokers have to disclose every quarter. Um, that it's basically a combination of uh, all their clients, um, all their purchases, and it's just it's one little tiny graphic. You know, it, it basically tells the market makers and you know a few other things, but it doesn't tell anything about your specific shares. But um, you, you know, uh, you have a right um, to get a 606B, which tells your individual transactions, um, but those are limited to uh, six months uh, old, I believe, you know, so um, if you haven't bought from computer share, you know, in six months, uh, even if someone, you know, I, I don't think that they're necessarily um, obligated to um, provide those reports. So, um uh, it, it had I gone through the the part about um, how to get the information from um, Computer Share? No, I don't think we got that far. Okay. Uh, but we've posted all the images up in the nest now for you. Okay, um, so uh, you know Computer Share on, on one of the purchase advices, um, you know, at the bottom there's a. Um, you know, a little blurb at the bottom that says, uh, you know, if you would like to know um, the broker dealer that Computer Share Trust is using, along with, um, you know, uh, how much money, um, you know, who's making what money on the transaction, um, along with like the time of purchase, um, you can do that if you write them. And so I did write them and um, I provided, um, you know, kind of a sample letter and where to send it. Um, I just sent mine, you know, maybe uh, a week ago. And so, um, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, I'll have that soon and I'll be happy to share that with you guys. So, um, um, you know, I I had really struggled to try to get that information. um, And it turned out that there was just, you know, it was right there in front of us the whole time, you know. And so... uh, uh, if if you guys want to know if you guys are still buying on computer share, um, you know, uh, feel you free to write You dipped out them. there briefly. Okay. Could you can you just yeah repeat the last sentence or two? Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so I had struggled to figure out. You know, it, like computer share says they use Merrill. You know, they say it hits the lit market. You know, they say we don't know how much they're making on these transactions or who they're paying. And so I wanted that information and it turns out that uh, hopefully any of us can get it just by writing them. And so, um, so I provided in the nest um, that little blurb and a, a sample letter, you know, where you can send it. Um, I, I sent mine and I'll, I'll be happy to share it when I, when I do get it. Amazing. Heard all of that. Okay, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I um, I'm I'm sorry. I was uh, you know, it, it's probably better if we do back and forth just to make sure I don't cut out again or or whatever. Like uh, um, you know, last time um, 
you know, I, one thing, um, we hadn't talked about is, you know, kind of the run-ups. Um, I think that that's what's kind of piquing people's curiosity um, right now is, you know, the, the next uh, auto buy is going to happen on Friday, you know, right around 11. Um, you know, should I buy options? Should I day trade it? Should I sit there and do nothing? Um, and, uh, you know, me personally, I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to watch it. Um, but um, I, I, I feel like, I feel like there's, um, you know, almost like they're trying to make it um, more prevalent and maybe try to, you know, it's all about trying to get you to play their game. You know, they want you to watch the graphs and and move your shares around. And so, uh, you know, my investing strategy is that I, you know, keep buying and, um, and, and trying to figure out other things and work on, you know, I can't control if the price is going to go up or down, you know, I don't know what the, the heck's going to happen, but I, I feel like, um, personally, I, I would not, um, I would not mess with that, but it is very interesting to watch. Um, uh, so I, I did want to point that out. And, um, I also feel like, you know, you have to remember GameStop's just one stock. You know, if someone has an auto buy on Apple or Ford or Home Depot or whatever the heck they've got, it's all happened in the same day, you know, and possibly at the same time, you know. So it's like I, I felt like when I first started getting into this in uh, maybe September of last year um, that I was noticing, you know, maybe a half percent uh, or one percent um, uptick on recurring buy days um, around when I was noticing uh, a little bit of an uptick with GameStop. And I don't think GameStop was dragging the whole market around. Um, But I do think that maybe this was, uh, um, if everyone has recurring buys in all these different securities and they're all happening at the same day at the same time, you know, and they're all hitting the lit market, you know, um, it, it, I, I felt like it was moving the market, um, and, and I haven't noticed that. So as GameStop has been maybe um, going up, uh, it, it seems like a, a higher percentage on these recurring buys, um, which which I believe may be a trap. Um, I have not noticed in the market. The market might actually be dipping, you know. And so, um, again, it's just something that I watch. But, uh, uh, okay, Um yeah, I mean, with the these kind of run-ups we're seeing before these recurring buys, I mean, I think we're seeing smaller versions of it daily as well with the, the one-off purchases. But, uh, you know, if you're a hedge fund or market maker, whatever, and you're seeing a very specific purchase at a very specific time at a very specific time in the month, how are you not going to take advantage of that? Like, that's what they're there for. Um, they're not there to make the markets fairer necessarily they're there to make more money for themselves ultimately they got to increase their revenue you know to impress their investors and all this kind of stuff and the way that they make that revenue is is by churning the market around and uh they they don't even need payment for order flow in this instance they they just have very publicly available information like we've been able to figure it out and we don't have a Bloomberg terminal or anything like that. We're just seeing the, the ticker do very consistent, regular, you know, movements uh, on specific dates. It's uh, 
I mean, yeah, like you say, Nelly, we don't have the specific specific dates. Uh, sometimes it shifts a little bit, but uh, yeah, it it seems like they the the hedge funds and market makers on the other end know when it's coming because it is it's beyond way 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 beyond coincidence at this point. Like these uh, these run ups before the recurring buys. Uh, like I don't know how much it can like uh, dilute the value of these recurring buys, um, but it's certainly making an impact uh, compared to randomly timed purchases. You know the chaos of the market. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, was, the, there, the, was there anything? Else? The good news is, you know, uh, I mean, we get to see another one Friday. You know, we get to see these every two weeks. It's it's. Uh, you know, uh, like the DRS numbers, you know, we're waiting three months, these recurring buys we get to look at every two weeks. And really, you can look at them every day, you know, and, and I was tracking them daily for about two months. You know, in my Reddit profile, I was I had about 15 people that I knew were just buying a lot. And I would ping them, you know, hey, did did you uh, did you have a buy today? You know, and and I would just track all this data and, and I've still got, you know, a lot of it. But uh um, you know, it, it was, it was apparent to me pretty early that, uh, you know, um, something unusual was happening, you know, like why, why don't they buy, you know, at 10 AM one day and two thirty a different day, you know, it's always the same time. It's like, it's just so, uh, it's bizarre to me. Um, but, uh, I, I did enjoy tracking it. I still, um, do enjoy tracking it, um, so uh is is uh chives um is his mic working um right now or is he uh still out a little bit no we're, we're here we're here okay all right you know i mean we were gonna maybe get into um you know heat lamp a little bit i didn't know if there was you know anything you kind of wanted to tie up um you know as far as uh you know the recurring buys go if there's you know any questions or discussion that you guys want to have around it there is one. Uh, there is one hand up uh, from the from the audience. Uh, I don't know if we, we wanted to take that and then dive That's into it. Yeah. Oh, my my comment was going to be nothing towards heat lamp, so maybe I'll just hold on. It. I was going to say, waiting for a fat dip down to the double bottom, double double barrel bottom for BBUI. Trying to trying to grab those shares at ten cents. Y'all expect a dip on Friday, I'm sure. I'm sure everybody's probably anticipating some type of dip over the next. Next thirty days. That's all I had to add. Well, I, I guess going off of that, it's worth mentioning that the auto buys we're talking about are specifically through Computer Share. the The graphics above are in the nest, I guess I should say, are regarding Computer Share. And since uh, AST, I don't think even allows uh, direct purchase through the transfer agents broker partner. Um, that isn't directly related, but. Uh, I hear you. Good to, good to see not, an investor passionate related. about their stock. Not related <laughs> at all. I'm just I'm just chiming in on some non non GME stuff. No problem. So, and as far as I, I think we ran a bit past this section where we wanted to, probably because of the tech difficulties and various other things. But here, I'll try to to sum it up for those coming in late. Essentially, attract auto buys. Uh, use that we can get that as information through the bank, um, bank accounts where they have a label on there in the image too, showing 
the um, type of the transaction and also the number of the transaction. That helps create the pattern of uh, behavior in the auto buys that you're seeing in that graph represented there with GME and AMC. But of course, computer share support many hundreds of companies. Following that, the, we talked about the 606 reports, uh, which six days just a great job kind of expanding on. And I definitely would love to, um, after we touch on, you know, if there are any common misconceptions about heat lamp, cause that, uh, was a big topic a couple of months ago. And, uh, I, I still to this day see some confusion about it. So six days, I'd love to hear you talk on that. And then, you know, a couple minutes from now, maybe we can have some general questions about, uh, 606 reports, auto buys, uh, and heat lamp. All right. Um, sounds good. I, um, you know, I, I know we normally try to keep, um, this to about an hour or so, um, you know, I, 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 um, I do have some extra time, so, uh, I'll try to kind of go through this, um, pretty quickly and, um, you know, and open it up to some questions if people have it, but, um, you know, uh, so, um, heat lamp, um, if you guys don't know, um, it, it's actually two different, um, theories or hypotheses or, or whatever you want to call it. And a lot of people kind of, um, you know, uh, they, they, they commingle them into one, one phrase, you know, it's a catchy phrase, um, you know, and, uh, um, but, um, if I don't know if you guys have been to the DD library, um, it's at gm www.gme.fyi. That's Zed's library. Um, you know the the books uh, is still there, um, and so um, you know if I don't know if you remember my posts, you know which got nuked. Um, there were two different posts. Um, they were both done on a Monday, and the very first one uh, was it was basically the revelation. Um, that a DSPP share um, was different than a planned share. So everyone, you know, uh, that's actually the the bigger of the two revelations, in in my opinion, or the two bigger theories. You know, which was, you know, we always assumed uh, when it whenever someone was talking about a DSPP share, um, they were only talking about planned shares, and so. You know, if you had a uh, book, a DRS book share enrolled in DRIP, uh, that, you know, that's not a DSPP share. Um, you know, that's a DRS share. And so, um, you know, it really um, um, kind of going back a little bit, like what led me into um, even the search um, for that. I mean, everybody knew plan and book were not the same and just the amount of chaos uh, that, um, you know, how much suppression just around that topic. Um, it was, uh, you know, it involved a lot of bands. It involved a lot of other things, but everybody knew that there's just not something that is not right. And I was one of those people. Um, and so, um, so, uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to necessarily say her name on here, but, um, I had a, uh, GameStop friend, um, you know, I never met her in real life, but, um, she had said, you say know, her name. <laughs> what's that? Say her name. Uh, who, who's asking for that? That was me. You can say her name. Oh, like uh, Jay Marie. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so never she... mind. I was thinking of someone else. Okay. No, no, she's, uh, you know, I, 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 I've seen her talk about it. I just didn't want to, um, you know, come out, um, you know, uh, anyways, uh, she had told me, um, uh, she goes, you know what? Um, 
I feel like um, they're able to mess with my DRS shares because I've got a plan share and I've told a million people and no one will listen to me. And, you know, and I'm like, you know, I, I maybe I'm the perfect person to listen because I, you know, this is right up my alley. And, um, but well, you know, one thing that, um, computer share, um, doesn't do, um, and, and they probably shouldn't is really answering, um, uh, questions about, um, hypotheticals. So if you ask computer share, if we got a cash dividend, what would happen? What the, their response will be, well, they're not doing a cash dividend. And then you say, well, what if they did? And they can say, well, there's not one scheduled. I'm looking at the, you know, so you kind of go in circles. And that's part of why, um, one of the reasons why I buy a lot of different stocks um, in is for this very reason. And so um, I happen to uh, own a share of Nordstrom stock. And so uh, uh, we found out that um, they were doing a dividend and it was coming up. And I was like, okay, this is great. Um but I had a DRS share and I needed a plan share, you know, in order, you know. So anyways, uh, owning the share allowed me to ask computer share questions about it because it wasn't a hypothetical example. Well, I actually had a valid concern. So I had a plan share, you know, I think um, I had overbought almost 0.3 shares or whatever it was. And so now I said, okay, I want cash on my DRS share and, you know, I want recurring, you know, those, those plan shares are enrolled in the plan. So, uh, um, you know, I, I want, um, recurring, uh, dividend reinvestment on those. And they said, no, you, you know, you can't do that because, you know, if, if you have a plan share now you have to have dividend reinvestment on your book share. So, you know, to that, that was my big surprise. You know, I said, okay, wow. Okay. So if you do own a plan share, you know, uh, I wouldn't call it, uh, maybe you could call it messing with your DRS book shares. Um, you know, uh, th that was kind of, um, the big revelation is like, wow, okay, there's something here. And so, um, you know, there, there has been, um, uh, people have, that's when I got surprised was when I talked to the, the chat rep. And so when the dividend actually happened, I already knew what I was going to get. That was on top of, um, you know, when it became that, the DSPP revelations, really it came down to there's four ways to hold shares. Um, um, in, in computer share, you either have um, a, a book share, which is just DRS, not enrolled in the plan. That's one way. And then all the other three ways, you can have a combo. Um, you can have uh, book shares with dividend reinvestment on. Those are in the plan. You can have book and plan shares. Those are in the plan. And then you have plan shares only. Those are in the plan. So, you know, there's only four ways to, to hold, um, you know, in computer share, you know, uh, other than certificated. And um, three of them are in the plan, you know. So that kind of... I, I had these, uh, you know, drop down graphs and, 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 uh, you know, it, it really, what turned out to be, 
the creation of the Punnett square, you know, which you guys might know, it's that little four square thing. Like, do you have plan shares? You know, are you um, enrolled in dividend reinvestment? It, it really kind of simplified it to making people realize what it meant, uh, what was causing people to be enrolled in the plan. So, um, once you know, I'm um, a parent. What a DSPP share was. A DSPP share wasn't a plan share. It was a share enrolled in the plan. And then if you look on the operational efficiency stuff, it doesn't talk about plan shares. You know, being held for operational efficiency. D shares for operational efficiency, which is a whole. You know, it's a lot more shares. So. Uh, um, anyways, you know, that is one part of, uh, of the, you know, what I call the DSPP revelations. And that is the reason that people are, uh, you know, terminating plan if, if they feel inclined to do so and really trying to keep, um, any of their shares out of the potential to be held at DTC, um, and so, you know, uh, in my opinion, that is um, the uh, I wouldn't say the more important um, it, to me, it was it was a bigger revelation. Um, and so, you know, then the other part of the heat lamp theory is, OK, well, you know, um, what what um, in, in, some shares are held, uh, you know, how do they determine how many shares are held? You know, and so, uh, you know, thankfully, you know, Paul Kahn came out and he said, typically 10 to 20 percent, at least we had a number. You know, I, I don't necessarily agree with the number, you know, uh, as far as it relates to GameStop. But at least instead of saying some or little, you know, we, we actually had a concrete number, which was, you know, 10 to 20 percent. Um, but, you know, uh, so. It, you know, it, it, if it's typically 10 to 20 percent, does that mean it could be more? I would say yes. Does it mean it could be less? Yes. And so what are the factors? You know, why would you need to hold more shares? You know, and so uh, typically uh, anything in, in life um, when supply goes up, uh, when demand goes up, you increase the supply needed to fill that demand. And so if uh I mean, to me, uh, volume um, would be a very, um, a a very common indicator, you know, across every industry, um, you know, which is uh, where, where that part came from. The heat lamp, you know, um, went back to um, hamburgers. You know, if, if a bunch of people come in, you want to have all the uh, as many hamburgers as you can to have ready to feed all the customers that walk in so you can feed them all really quickly. So, um, you know, I, I do, uh, people call both of them the heat lamp theory. Um, you know, it's, I mean, it's, uh, I try to correct people, you know, when I can, um, but it is, you know, technically, um, you know, two different theories. So, um, you know, that's kind of just my, uh, it looks like in the nest, they put up that Punnett square. Um, thank you, uh, chives or whoever did that. Um, you know, you can see it's just very simple. You know, I, I think um, most people get it, you know, as far as uh, if you have a fractional share, you you are all your shares are enrolled in direct stock plan. And so, um, you know, if you have drip on all your shares are enrolled in direct stock plan. So, um, you know, thank you for putting that up there. Um, trying to see if there was one thing. I Go ahead. Yeah, there was something that uh, I think you wanted to cl clarify as well, which was the fact that 
locates and shorting and everything like that wasn't involved with either of the theories. It was just the mere fact that, oh, yeah, they're touching the DTC or they're very much in the DTC. And as we all know, anything beyond Seed & Co and the DTC is just a black box. So, like, I totally get not touching those topics because we can't say for sure. Um, but for me, personally, the fact that they're touching the DTC is enough to be like, well, yeah, I don't want any planned shares then. Thank you. Uh, I, I directly registered these shares for, for a reason, and that was it. Um, so I feel yeah, like the um, locate thing is a bit of a distraction almost. It, it It's an impossible yeah, argument nobody up. can I, win. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, and that is, uh, you know, super important. Um, you know, I, I I've been very clear. I don't know what they do with them. You know, I, I don't know what they do with them, you know? And so, um, um, but I, I do know that, you know, uh, for me, I, I don't want people, um, you know, I, I don't want anyone else to hold my shares, you know, so it, it's important to me. And, and I do think, um, you know, uh, um, you know, sometimes, um, you know, if, if someone can, uh, poke a hole in it, you know, a tiny bit of a theory that they can say the whole thing's not true. And to beep, you know, and it's, it's, I, I really wanted to stick to, uh, you know, the facts, what, what enrolls a share in the plan you know, and not what are they, what do they do with these? You know, that, that's a, that's a whole nother discussion. So. A whole other um, bag of worms. Yeah. Uh, a whole nother bag of worms. So, um, okay. Um, you know, I, I, um, you know, um, I, I don't know if, if, uh, chives, you know, if there's anything that I, I didn't cover, you know, that you wanted me to cover, if you want to open up to questions, I'm willing to do either. Well, yeah, I think um, we covered a lot of ground here, uh, and I'm sure there are some questions from any of the variety of topics. So maybe now's a good time. If you have another 10 or 20 minutes, six days, we'd love to uh, get a couple of uh, questions from the crowd up here. Yeah, so anyone who has a question, put your hand up, and we can bring you up. For uh, uh, I see uh, <laughs> why so serious crying. You can come back up if you've got a question. <laughs> um, but yeah, if we're if we're waiting for people to pop their hands up, we can uh, chat about DRS, why we like it so much. Can talk about that for days. True, I've, you know I do have uh, you know just some other um, you know personal things that uh, that I'm always oh, got. Um, a variety of things I'm working on. It, it's just kind of the way my mind works and, and, uh, um, and keeps me busy. But, um, you know, if, if you guys happen to follow me on Twitter, um, you know, you probably notice that I buy, um, a lot of different companies and, um, I, I can tell you, uh, the reason there's a couple of reasons for doing that. Um, Oh, no. uh, well, for, 
Isn't that uh, what's that? You were, you were cutting out just as you were getting to the reason. Oh well, yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so uh, well, um, one thing, and you guys probably know this, um, uh, and maybe you don't, um, because GameStop isn't uh, that great about answering emails, um, and 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 I respect their decision not to answer emails, um, but uh, these other companies, um, you know, if you do not have a DRS share and you want to um, email Ford. You know, as a as a shareholder, uh, they uh, you have a lot more clout as a actual owner, you know, not a beneficial owner. And so this has allowed me to communicate with a lot of different investor relations. You know, I can ask them, hey, uh, you know, have you considered adding DRS numbers to your 10Q and 10K reports? Um, you know, I can ask them. Um, you know, I, I do have relationships with companies because uh, most of them do respond. You know, um, um, AMC has actually been um, uh, very, very good at answering um, emails. Um, you know, I know Aflac, um, they disclosed uh, a DRS count one time and, um, you know, um, owning a share of Aflac. Um, uh, uh, helped me um, communicate with them. So um, there, there are a lot of benefits, um, you know, and, and I believe, you know, most of you, if you are, if you own GameStop and you are DRS, um, you're already aware of um, the importance of self-custody and those type of things. And so I'm just, I'm kind of taking it, um, you know, to another level. Um, I, uh, you know, one thing, I, I'm not going to get into it um, probably on this call, uh, but I, uh you know, um, Party City's going through a um, a uh, bankruptcy um, restructuring, I believe. Maybe it's, I don't know which one it is, but I, I had bought some Party City just to see if I could DRS it. And then it turns out I could. Um, and then uh, I ordered a certificated share um, because I want to know what uh, certificated shares look like in my computer share account. Um, and so uh, I'm, I'm kind of going through the process and um, I, you know, it was just, I think like two days ago, figured out something, I wouldn't call it mind blowing. Um, but, uh, something very, um, interesting about certificated shares. And so, um, I know GameStop doesn't offer those. Um, but you know, if it, it could be something, um, you know, potentially for an investor proposal, you know, if, if, uh, that's something, um, people were wanting and, and, you know, in a future talk, I'll, I'll probably go through, um, you know, and really um, break down certificated shares because it's kind of like, it's it's like the thing that nobody's talking about. And um, it's almost like if they don't talk about it, people will stop doing it. And I would say um, like half of the, over half of the shares, uh, issuers I own on computer share still offer certificated shares. And so, you know, yes, it is dying and, you know, yes, it is clunky and cumbersome, but um, I, I'm looking forward to kind of diving into that. So um, so that's something else I've been working on. Um, uh, trying to think cool. of. Um, I think we um, we should throw to why so serious. Um, they've, be, they've had their hands up for a minute. Was, All right. Great. I was going to ask, can you hear me OK? We can hear okay. you. You've got the pitch shifter so on. It's pretty strong. Is, my question is, what, a two-part question. What percentage of shares held in the SBP or plan do you believe are held at the BTC? 
And also, what, why do you think that GameStop stopped with physical certificates while there are still other companies that do issue physical certificates for book shares? Uh, those are good questions. I, um, you know, regarding the uh, certificates, honestly, um, you know, I, I, I have no idea. Um, I, what I do believe, um, you know, I, I believe that issuers are getting, um, I don't know if they're getting an incentive to get rid of them, you know, but I do know um, uh, it, um, that at least I know one issuer, I, I, I ordered a couple more certificates and, and one of them um, I called, um, it was actually AST, which, you know, um, is a little more cumbersome than uh, computer share. But um, they, I, I called about a certain issuer and they said, oh yeah, we have, uh, she told me they have 21 certificates left, you know, so yeah, I can do it. We have 21 left. I go, okay, I'll take one, you know, so um, I, I feel like, um I don't know if there's a cutoff, you know, where they said, hey, what you, whatever you got, you got and use them all up um, or how that works. Um, I'm also just kind of diving into it. The one I got from Party City, you know, it looked like um, it, it, you know, it, it looked like um, it, uh, if you go to my Twitter, you can see it. But it it looked like you could plug and play any any issuer in you know in there it was printed it looked like it was printed by computer share almost like it wasn't a party city certificate it was a you know it was a plug and play certificate that they uh, that they probably use for a lot of issuers so I, honestly i don't know but i i believe um that there is uh pressure from from somewhere um and yeah the, i think um i can speak on that because there okay. is um, the DTCC across the board, across the whole market, is encouraging what they call dematerialization of all stocks. So that means getting rid of paper certificates and going purely digital. Um, we've seen, like for Seed and Code, uh, the DTC's nominee, uh, having digital certificates means they can duplicate them and rehypothecate them and loan them out and then loan out the loan and do all this crazy stuff without it really being a big uh, hassle for them or, or a big show. So we can see why it benefits them, but ultimately for a company like GameStop to go digital only because the, the direct stock plan that they use, uh, it's the same plan that AMC uses as well. Uh, it's digital only, which means all communication is also digital and that just is an operational cost saving for them. I don't know how much, but maybe um, GameStop could see that they were about to have a big wave of people coming in uh, wanting to own their shares outright. And they were like, let's, let's just save a bit of money here because they're going to be in contact a lot, uh, which we have. <laughs> we've been contacting Computer Share nonstop and asking for them to send stuff in writing. And we've been on their chat uh like support and everything like that so having it purely digital like must save them a lot of money in in our situation um the um I don't know. i'm trying to remember oh. the second part of the question uh had to do with dspp something yeah why so serious do you want to repeat that the question? second question i'm trying to answer quickly and move the on the second to question was what percentage of plan shares do you believe are still held at the DTC for liquidity. They said 10% or 
But my, but my theory is that it's probably 100%. Yeah, I mean, I, I um, uh, honestly, I don't know. Um, but I, I believe if there was a cap, um, if I was computer share and there was a cap, I probably would have mentioned the cap. You know, I would have said 10 to 20 percent, but not more than 30 percent. You know, um, they 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 could have been more clear on that. And, um, you know, I, I, we don't know why they're there. Well, they said, you know, they say operational efficiency. So honestly, I, I you know, if if they can have 100, I don't see necessarily in, in this is a, uh, you know, in idio, idiosyncratic stock, um, you know, and they need the hundred, you know, um, I, it, it, I, I would, I would agree that, you know, it, they might hold as many as they can. So my, my last question for you is, so it sounds like from what they originally said, there was a very small amount held at the DTC for liquidity. And then they said 10 to 20%. So it seems like they're kind of backstepping in terms of what percentage are actually held there for liquidity or for efficiency, I guess my last question is between DSP, and here's what I gathered, between DSPP, like plan shares and book shares, yes, they are digital certificates, but it's a matter of who's controlling the ledger. Is it the DTC that's controlling the ledger or is it computer share that's that's controlling the ledger? Do you have any thought? I guess just curious to hear your thoughts about that and if that's actually the case. Yeah, uh, well, you know, um, Chives can probably answer that um, probably a little better than me. Um, but, but before um, I give him the opportunity to do that, um, you know, the, that that is one thing about the, you know, what I saw was this was the um, shareholder list, and that doesn't tell where the shares are. And so I believe um, just through discussions with other people that a uh, the real stock ledger, you know, the one that GameStop can look at. They know where the shares are, you know, so it, you know, uh, it, it's two different things. And so if shares are being moved around, uh, it, at least what I believe is that they can see the shares moving in real time. So if if there was a, a day when when, um, you know, GameStop spiked, they could probably um, see shares moving in and out, you know, where where just the, the snapshot of, of what I saw, um, you know, wouldn't tell. Um, Chives, did you have any um, any uh, thoughts on 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 uh, the ledger and you know what what uh, potential there is? Sure, I could look to speak to that. I, I guess I'd want to uh, cover the first part of the, of the question uh, just a, a bit myself as well. So, with Computer Share's response, they of course said typically there's ten to twenty percent that underpin you know of, of the shares that underpin the plan uh, that are held for operational efficiency. Um, just to kind of give some more context around that, operational efficiency meaning to make sure they can perform sales uh, in a timely fashion. So something, if you if you set up a limit sale, that's going to you know make sure that you're enrolled in direct stock, going to make sure that they have the share prepared so that they can efficiently operate, meaning you know so that that share can be held with DTC, ready to reenter the market at a moment's notice. Um, and certainly if a person's setting up a limit cell, that's what that'd be for. Um, as to whether or not GameStop is a typical stock, I mean, who knows? But to me, when I hear typically 10 to 20, that means a majority of the stocks they manage probably fall in that range. Maybe some are extremely illiquid and they don't see a reason to hold even 1% of shares in this way. 
and maybe others for some other idiosyncratic reason, there's a much higher percentage. But but we definitely don't know the answer to that. And uh, and I'm not sure yet if there's any way for us to get the answer to that. Um, as far as the question about the ledger, I'd say, you know, it's always computer share, the transfer agent contracted by the issuer. Uh, so in this case with GameStop computer share, it's always going to be them that's maintaining the ledger uh, on the day-to-day and moment-to-moment basis. Uh, when it comes to these, the, how these shares are notated differently, shares that are held in the plan, uh, your name is still on them. If you have shares that are, you know, uh, registered in the plan, but they're in, uh, listed under a subclass. Uh, Paul Kahn speaks to this in some pretty great detail, actually in the AMA he did for GME Jungle. Um, I can drop a link to that, I think, if I figure out how in this nest before the call's over. Uh, where I think he might answer your question a bit more directly about how the chain of um, of ownership and and how the investors' names, our names, are held in a subclass when it comes to the plan share. So it's not just your name all on its own, like it is with a pure DRS share. Your name is listed in a subclass uh, under computer shares nominee because they are controlling the bulk shares owned in direct stock and are determining you know, how many or if any of those are being held through DTC. I hope that answers the question. See, I was under the impression that plan shares are held in essentially the same thing, like you said, they're held in computer shares broker. So they have a brokerage. It's not directly held in computer share, and it's actually held in street name rather than on your in your name for all plan shares. And that was the difference between book and plan. But it sounds like we're kind of talking about the same thing here. Yeah, this yeah, is something we're, yeah. we're still seeking clarity on. Um, and we're kind of trying to pick apart through all of computer shares language. Um, computer share does have their own broker called computer share trust company NA. Um, and that's where we believe the shares are being held, uh, in the plan pool. Um, and then the 10 to 20%, that's what goes over to the DPC, if that makes sense. Um, but, uh, their broker is a, only a partial or, um, I can't remember what the specific term is, but they're like a semi DTC participant. They're not a full DTC participant, like a bank or a broker. Or prime so, broker. So, so I guess my a question to that question or question to that statement, can brokers and brokerages hold shares in book? And if, if they can't, right, like, I don't believe I, I think computer share, all these other these other uh, companies are the only ones that can actually hold them in book. Wouldn't that insinuate that if they're held in a brokerage, then they can't be in book? So the answer to your question there is the the DTC members, so the operating brokerages that you're probably thinking of, uh, Fidelity or other bro- uh, people who operate as brokers but have a clearinghouse, which is a DTC member. They have to hold their shares through Stephen Co. It's it's a pay like you know part of the price of playing that game. But unrelated LLCs or individuals can DRS their shares. Okay. I mean LLCs can also DRS shares, um, so you can DRS into an LLC name. So it's not not just people, um, but yeah, at the same time computer shares broker is not the same kind of broker as uh fidelity and that that kind of ilk um right but they're still uh 
they still have their like they're still registered with the DTC in street like they're, so they're registered they're, because it's um, uh, computer says uh, God, so so much jargon going through my head right now. Um, because yeah, well, because it's computer shares brokers. There, um, it's computer share trust company NA. They are the maintainer and manager of the plan pool, but they have to do it in using a nominee, which is literally just a name. Uh, so it's Dingo and Co. Uh, nominee means name on the asset, basically. Um, so Dingo and Co is really just computer share trust company NA. Uh, and through that, they are able to hold it, but not in the TC as such. But it's it's not street name, but it is a form of beneficial ownership. They do make reference to they hold for the investor's benefit on their behalf and all this kind right. of language. Um, but that's, it's not street. Sorry? Sorry, I don't mean to. I don't mean to cut you off. I was going to say that that's literally a graph that computer share shows on their FAQ mm. shows that shares held um, in a, in a brokerage, which is literally the deal for any DSPP plan share uh, held in brokerage that those are directly held in street name for a beneficial owner. There, so, so there's um, this nuance between beneficial ownership and street name ownership where uh, having um, your name held by computer share with Dingo. So Dingo is the name on the share and it's hold for your benefit. You are the beneficial owner, um, but it's not street name because your name still appears on the ledger. And this is something that Paul Cons mentioned in a computer share update. Like it, it's unfortunately being quoted out of context. Uh, he says there is um, practically no difference between book or plan shares in regards to how your name is visible on the ledger. So that's right. how there's no difference between them. Your name's visible, so you're um, there and the, the company knows you're there, unlike street name ownership, which is the black box of Seed & Co., uh, which is also beneficial ownership. But, yeah, with Dingo & Co., it's beneficial ownership, but not street name ownership, if that makes sense. It's there's so many overlaps in this. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I think that you know the, the because the, I mean beneficial owners that that's literally the that's said to be in street name like that would be it's that's like the definition of it. It's it's actually anyways, yeah it, it's similar but different yeah in the way <laughs> yeah um, because uh, I think that you know we've talked about that that graph that you're talking mm. about is incomplete, you know, and I know Bibic, you and I were talking about it the other day. It's, you know, if we had to redraw it, you know, to where it shows beneficial, but not street name, you know, uh, I, I mean, it, it basically has two categories and it's missing this third, you know, which is beneficial ownership, but not in street name. And that's not on there, you know? And so I, I think it's, it, it's leaving out um, something that probably 99.9% .9 of people don't find important but all the people on this call find it extremely important and we can't get the answer um and so i i think that that's what it is it's just that it's incomplete absolutely um but yeah i think a simple way to think of it for now is street name means your name does not appear in the ledger in any way and beneficial ownership is just its own 
um, like street name is actually a colloquialism. It's not even really a proper financial term. It's just what they called holding your shares with. Well, so your broker knows your name. They manage and maintain their books. And then they report that to the DTC who manage and maintain their own books. And then they're the real owners of the shares, not even your broker. Uh, and then they report that stuff back to computer share. So it's this whole game of telephone. Uh, down the line of a bunch of people whose best interest is served by not telling the truth uh, because it makes them a lot more money. So anyway, I think um, Sears has had their hand up for ages now. I think their arm must be getting tired, so uh, we should probably <laughs> move right. on. <laughs> Sears, uh, hold on a second, bro. Hold on, bro. Can you, can you let me talk for a second? Sure, go ahead. Hey, uh, sorry to hijack this uh so I had a bad feeling, and so I started getting stuff prepared around my house, and then uh, I got a notification just a few minutes ago that we're being evacuated for fire. So, oh, yes, yeah. uh, I've lived here my entire life. I've never had anything like this before uh, in the state, you know, like where I'm at. So this is uh, straight-up crazy, man, and uh, I hope I, you know, guys are all good. And, uh, yeah, so, buddy, guys. All right, take care of yourself, man. Look after yourself. Yeah, for sure. Hope hope you're safe. Hope you get to safety soon. Yeah, stay for safe, sure. dude. Wow. Uh, all right, well, I guess I'll just go ahead with my question. Uh, or three, if you don't mind, just very quickly. Um, I first of all, just have you had have you had success requesting certificated shares over email? Um, secondly, do you have a brief overview of the security? Um, systems in place to uh, maintain the ledger uh, in computer share uh, in terms of like potential hacking threats and that kind of thing and also what are your thoughts on equinity taking over ast and computer share and their blockchain powered equity management platform um astrella thanks thanks for doing this by the way Okay, um, maybe you guys can help me um, with some of that. Um, I, I got I, the first one about um, getting certificated shares. Um, if, in computer share, it is it's actually very easy um, uh, to find out if they have certificated shares um, and how to order them if you do want to get them. Um, is uh, if you go into your account and you go to the issuer. Um, uh, whatever it is. And then you hit on, you know, more details where it kind of tells if you have, um, you know, book or plan, and then you click on, uh, let's say book and it gives you the option, you know, where it says buy, sell, whatever else. One of the options is request certificate. So if you, um, uh, regardless if they, if they have them or not, it, it'll pop up requ uh, request certificate. And then when you click on that, um, it's on the next page. It says it takes you to another site, um, but it'll tell you if you can get a certificate or not. So uh, that's the only way to find out if you can get one. But then once you can, um, it's twenty five dollars, um, regardless if you do, um, you know, one chair or a million chairs, it's twenty five bucks. Um, and then you pay for it. Um, you have to put in your e-check or credit card number or whatever. And then um, one one kind of crazy thing is once you do that. Um, it immediately uh, says, instead of says book, it now it says book zero and it'll say certificated one. So five seconds after you um, request a certificated share, it automatically moves 
um, you know, your account over to certificated. So that is one kind of cool thing is when you go through your accounts, um, you'll still see the one, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, digitally it, everything's the same except it, it moved your share over. And then, um, the only one I got, um, so far, um, took about a week, you know, came in, came in the mail. Um, so, uh, now, um, AST, uh, I did order one through them and I had to, I had to call by phone. Uh, they were kind of confused. They even asked me why I wanted it. Um, and I, you know, and then I, I think they screwed it up. Um, I, I said I wanted one as a collectible and I logged in, uh, yesterday and it said that they had, um, uh, certificated all my shares. Um, so I'm not sure what I'm going to do, um, uh, when that happens, but, um, those are my only two experiences. Um, you know, one other thing, I believe, uh, fidelity, I believe that you might even be able to get certificates from your broker. Um, and so, uh, um, you know, if you go through chat, um, I tried to do uh, bed, bath and beyond through, um, a broker to see if I could get one share. And they said they, you know, of course they can't do that security. Um, um, but, uh, anyways, I hope that answers your question. Um, computer share, very easy AST phone call. Uh, and I think they screwed it up and I, I haven't tried in anyone else. Um, that's awesome. I know I you appreciate, had... appreciate oh, yeah, yeah, very absolutely. in-depth answer. That's, so, that's uh, excellent. Yeah. And I know there were a couple other questions there. I just want to I'll briefly try to address those. Um, oh, yeah, please do. On, on your first question, I just want to also uh, mention giveashare.com. Uh, we have a spotlight uh, page on them on ydrs.org as well. But essentially, they're a private company that helps you order share certificates directly from issuers. Uh, or um, And they have a search on their website where you can see which companies are are still natively providing uh, share certificates. So if you don't already own a share that you're interested in a certificate for uh, and you can't check in computer share or your, or your other transfer agent, then that's going to be a great resource for you. Um, Thank you. As far as computer share security, I don't know anything about that. But what I can say is that uh, computer share is the largest transfer agent in terms of market share uh, in the world. They provide that service to more issuers than any other uh, corporation. And I've not ever heard of a security breach of a ledger. Uh, although honestly, I haven't really searched extensively for one either. So I don't know much about what they're doing there, uh, but I think maybe we would have heard about it right now by now, but, but we'll have to do some more looking for that. Uh, your third, thank you. Your third question regarding the Equinity AST merger. So for those who aren't familiar with that, Equinity and AST were actually the second and, lar- and third, I believe, largest transfer agents by uh, market share. And they're going to be merging slash are, are currently merging. Even after they combine, they still are not going to have the amount of market share the computer share does, but quite a bit closer. And uh, actually, maybe they were second and fifth. In any case, they do, uh, they do have some published plans about introducing blockchain tracking for a ledger, which, uh, I think is awesome. Uh, I definitely don't see the need for tracking things the old fashioned way, especially when blockchain and DRS, I mean, uh, thinking about ownership, these, these two things go together hand in hand in my mind. So I'm very excited about watching that happen. Uh, as far as direct comments about it, I'm really just interested to see how they um, how they try to make that number one implement it, uh, number two which issuers choose to sign on, and then how they uh, manage to 
bring shares that are certificated on a blockchain in that way. And like, if we need to reintroduce them back to the legacy system, if someone wants to buy or sell through the market, for example, uh, which is, I think we mentioned earlier, AST doesn't natively support. Um, you know, I, I'm interested in watching that part of it very much. Uh, and I am very excited about it personally. Yeah, me too. I really appreciate your answer guys. And uh, thanks for doing the space. Well, absolutely. I think we, I think we've got a couple of great questions here at the end. I'm really happy we went for the extra time. Um, I guess we're probably going to be wrapping it there. I think uh, we, we've got, we pulled six days for a lot of the afternoon now. I, I just want to mention same time next week, 4 PM. Uh, I'm going to be um, kind of the, the headliner talking all about shareholder proposals, uh, everything you might want to know about how to submit a proposal, what enables you to do it, how to do it. Uh, what the company will do when they, as a response, um, all that sort of thing will go into quite a lot of detail. And um, yeah, I'm so so happy that we had everyone here. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. It's uh, always a pleasure to talk DRS, and yeah, amazing questions uh, like. Yeah, you never know what, like, we're so new to Twitter, myself, uh, Chives and Six Days, so we're like, <laughs> no idea what we're going to get when we open the floor to people, and we're always so, so surprised, and pleasantly surprised. A surprise, but a welcome one, as the saying goes. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. I, um, you know, I'm happy to answer questions. You know, you you guys can always DM me or or uh, reach out, you know, wherever you want. I'm I'm happy to help. I just, you know, I I really do enjoy this stuff, and I could talk about it forever. Um, I I, I do want to mention, you know, that next week, um, uh, you know, uh, Chives has put together um something really cool. Um, you know, it, it's how to it, basically how to do the shareholder proposals, and so you know, if you really like, really, really want to make a change, um, with GameStop, if you really have something you want to do. Um, you know, uh, this is, this is going to be how it's done. And I, I believe the cutoff is it December, late December, um, chives, you know, as far as when they have to be in, do you know? For GameStop specifically, the cutoff is January 3rd of 24 this time around. Okay. Yeah. So we have time. He's going to break down everything on how to do that. And I know, um, you know, I'll be filing one. Um, I'm sure a lot of the people on here, um, I, you only get to do one, you know, and so um, you want to make it count and make sure uh, it's very specific, um, you know, how it's done and, and where you send it and all these other things. So, you know, if, if that interests you, I, I would highly recommend, um, you know, coming back next week. And I just want to mention one last thing, you know, I, 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 there are plenty of people here. If any questions didn't get asked or, you know, if you have a question later, I just posted, I think, as a reply to this space, uh, or, or somewhere a link over to yeah, our lemmy that's a uh, oh, yeah. uh perfect that's a self-hosted message board we've got there um we will have our oh good we'll have a post up about this space there's a community there like a subreddit about all the spaces so if you have any uh questions uh for this week in post or you want to post them ahead of next week either way we'll make sure to uh to take care of those okay Thank Beautiful. you, guys. Thanks, everybody. Bye, Sears.